embark on a journey into the unknown, where two or more are gathered to discuss what you are afraid of. This is Nigel the Goat speaking, along with your host, Davey Wavy, and we welcome you to the Red Pill Cartel Podcast, where crazy feels like home. Welcome back, Cartel. It's your host, Davey Wavy, coming back again for episode 115 with none other than uh, a friend who I befriended from uh, the Reality Zars podcast. Uh, her name is Vicky, and on Instagram, she goes by the name of Born Awake Oracle. And these are absolutely the discussions that need to get out there. Like, if you. I know, I, I know, like, some of you are, like, grain of salt people, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, but I just, I was on her wave, and she was on my wave, and I knew it from when I listened to her on Reality Stars, when uh, I desired to have her on, and I knew we were going to go for a long time, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, a couple hours. I thought maybe, you know, I'd cut it off after an hour and a half, but yeah, it was... It was pretty wild to have her on, and I thank you so much, Vicky. Um, I, you know, there's so many questions that people have, and you had a lot of the answers intuitively, and I think so did I as well. Uh, you know, I even asked you about my past, and your spirit guides were telling me, you know, things that I needed to hear, I think, and I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to bless you with the presence of Vicky, uh, a.k.a. Born Awake Oracle, and uh, I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. It was a wild ride, and I'm probably going to get her back on, and yeah, it is what it is, so you guys know what to do. you got to fire up that lighter and, uh, you know burn a couple blunts and have a couple drinks and uh, relax and enjoy the show thank you so much for tuning in always cartel thank you welcome back cartel to another episode and this is number 115 I am your host Davey Wavy and I have very special guests tonight um, or today whatever it is you're listening uh, this is Vicky, the Born Awake Oracle. Uh, Vicky, introduce yourself to the cartel and, you know, tell tell them a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Hi, everybody, and thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate you having me on here. Well, my name is Vicky. I'm with Born Awake Oracle. I am the Born Awake Oracle, and I do paranormal investigations. I do um, cardomancy, uh, feriology, um, I do mediumship, psychic mediumship, and you can find me on Instagram, Clapper, and uh, TikTok. 
So. Oh, you're on TikTok too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> one of one of my four accounts they keep banning me. <laughs> yeah. I just posted a video there uh, a few days, like last a couple weeks ago, I think. <clears throat> well, and just, within ten seconds, it was d- deleted. <laughs> any anything with truth, anything yeah. with truth, you're going to be banned. So I've been on there for like four years, and it started out they banned me for spiritual stuff, and then political truths and spiritual truths. So it, it doesn't matter, you know. Instagram yeah. is doing the same thing too. So Satan, but, yeah. the father of lies, does not like truth. So you know he's, he's going to get deleted. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which is whatever, dude. Like you know, like I'm. I'm just so over it because I've been like shadow banned for like I think two years now, but I still keep pushing, so I don't give a shit. You want to know what? Good for you because I keep pushing too, and I really don't care. I'm gonna keep pushing and pushing and pushing until I'm pushed like six feet under or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, and once you're once you are uh, before you're six feet under, I would like to share a. Uh, pizza from Tony's with you and some graveyard juice. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get it in there. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that would have been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. So yeah, I caught you on reality czars with uh, Nate and I love those guys. And, uh, I was just listening to, to you go off and on different, so many different directions. And I was just like, I was like loving every minute of it. So I had to get you on, I had to steal you from them. Um, oh. I do that all the time. So whatever, shout out to, to Nate and the reality czars. Uh, yeah. And it all started with unconstitutional awakening referring me. So I'd like to thank them too. So. Uh, oh, that's another podcast. On, on yes, yeah. yeah, they're all they're all friends, and um, he referred me um, uh, over there and stuff. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, I so listen like, to a lot of podcasts, so like if I hear uh-huh. somebody that I'm that I, I catch their vibe, I'm just like I got I got to get them on, you know. So yeah, I was in the zone that night. <laughs> I could have went on and on and on and on and on because I mean, this is so in depth. You know what I mean? It is. There's like, and that's the thing, Vicky. It's like, it's hard to just like have somebody on such as yourself and just like pick one thing to talk about. You know, like I love going all over the place with conversations, so it doesn't bother me. Uh, so do, so do I. But then you know, it's kind of funny because I like doing that. But then if I get I call them piggyback spirits where they like to chatter. I don't, well, I didn't bring this up, but where I live at, it's haunted. The land's haunted. The duplex I live in is haunted. So I'll get spirits like to come in and piggyback. I call them piggyback spirits. So they like to chatter or then I'll get a loved one's relative that comes in and I'm trying to block them out. It happened in a couple of other podcasts where a traumatic event happened and um, one of the spirits came in and I told them, I'm not, I'm, I'm they, everybody on the podcast that I was talking to them and I was like, no, I'm talking to the spirit over here <laughs> Yeah, because they're they being pushy, you know, but the, be, the be quiet right the, now. <laughs> yeah, the gentleman on there did validate it and everything. And it got a little bit of sentimental and stuff like that or because it was a very traumatic event. So, wow. Yeah. But I, so, we, I didn't go into detail. I'm very much into um, confidentiality and stuff like that. So, 
just they yeah, wanted to I let them know know that they're there and everything and you know and tell them thank you and stuff so that was it cool i could try to like um structure it a little bit more by just asking you questions and then you can deliver the answers or your spirit guides can they'll come in anyway if they want they'll come in if okay. they want <laughs> okay i'm just i'm just talking about spirits because i'll get spirits that pop in and so it's like i'm trying to block them out you know what i mean and everything right. so i can stay focused unless my, my guides have information to share then I, I listen to them of course so yeah a couple episodes ago i had a, a friend named michelle on michelle from uh sobriety playbook and she's the same way she has she has to like uh you know she's she's more in the, the type of like listening to her her um guides and guardians and you know she told me a story about how one time she she didn't listen to it and she w- ended up going um to this place anyway her spirit guide told her don't go there like you don't want to go there mm-hmm. and she was like, whatever and she she's just like whatever and she used to like she used to be into like crack and stuff like that and heroin and stuff mm-hmm. and as soon as she went to that building after ignoring her spirit guide there was this crackhead right outside the building and she was like oh shit and she just like ran off in another direction She's like, that's why you're telling me not to go there. Yeah. You got to listen because, you know, as you've been, you know, you, everybody's going to be tested. We're all tested. Right. You know, as psychic mediums are tested and things like that. And I mean, sometimes I think we get tested a lot harder than a lot of other, you know, people that aren't psychic mediums. I'm not saying we're about, but I'm saying just to see if we'll listen. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh, honestly, I think, like, I, I I don't necessarily think that I know what it's like to be a medium. Like, I don't, because, but I think as I keep, you know, holding on to the faith of the unseen, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think my intuition is very much stronger than it used to be. I, I think, like, you guys are able to just tap into your intuition on a much stronger level than other people. I think that's, for me, that's what I feel it is. But actually Michelle told me that she was like, no, intuition is like from your gut. Whereas I can hear the spirits audibly. What is it like for you? Um, I, okay. I can hear them. I can see them with my eyes, my physical eye and my third eye. And then I get shown stuff, but it just depends on what they want me to see. And they want me to know. And it can also be a gut feeling too. It just depends on what part they want me to use and want me to know. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I've so, never, I've never seen anything. Um, well, maybe I have like like shadows and stuff, but I've, um, I don't know if you listened to my first episode yet. No, not yet, not yet. Okay, okay, but yeah. So I had these three. Um, incidences when I was a child that uh, I heard audible voices and they weren't, they were not uh, benevolent. They were malevolent, I believe. Uh, But the third, like the first and second time I heard it alone and the third time somebody else heard it with me. So it kind of gave me validation. Uh, But then I contacted this, this lady years later, which was my brother's ex-wife at the time. Right. 
Um, uh-huh. she, was, she was his wife at the time, but she was looking after me and we heard it together. And then I contacted her years later on Facebook and then I asked her about that time and she said, that never happened. So obviously she was like wanting to close herself off from the spiritual. Um, but then like a couple of years back, I, I went to that old house, that same house. And I introduced myself and I said, you know, I don't hope you don't think I'm crazy or anything, but have you guys had any paranormal experiences here? And the brother was like, I don't believe in that shit, but my sister does. Right. So his sister had a, a, a smile on her face and she's like, dude, I'm so glad you came because this is like validating things that happened to me. And I was like, well, tell me what happened. And she told me a couple stories about, you know, how she, how she heard like, um, something whispering her name in her ear. And then one time she was um, brushing her hair. She felt somebody like brush the small of her back with their hand and nobody was there. Mm-hmm. So this validated everything from my childhood. Cause I'm 44 now. And this happened when it was, when I was like, you know, like 10 years old or 11 years old. Right. So it uh-huh. just gave me, like this complete validation of the things that happened to me. And it, it just like, whoo, you know, it just blew my mind. I was so happy. Right, right. Well, it's funny how things get validated later on in your life. You know what I mean? With It's it's all in divine timing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I've had that happen to me too. Because you know, I've gone through a lot of this stuff where it's like I had to do my own research and I had to listen to my guides and they told me stuff. Nobody really helped me. And if they did, it was always like five months, six months, nine years, 10 years later on down the line, I get, get an answer or they were going through a similar situation. I was able to help them. And they were right. like, Oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one, you know, and yeah. nobody else has experienced it. So, but yeah, there was, a, this is what I always advise people to do. When I say I hear the voices, I can hear them audio. I've had them audio call my name and stuff like that. Um, where other people could hear it too but when i hear the voices i hear it in my head you understand what i'm saying too right so it's not also you can hear it from externally but also internally yes so so basically if you hear voices outside of you know like in the room where other people could possibly hear it too if they're tuned in at that level or if the entity or demon or whatever it is at that time comes into this realm enough to where other people could hear it at a different um, frequency, you know, than what you're at, or you're both at the same frequency, then I tell people, don't answer them. Do not answer them because you don't know what you're talking to. You don't know if it's a demon. You you don't know if it's a ghost. You don't know if it's entity. You don't know if it's a other dimensional being that's nobody's ever encountered before, you know, right, anything right. like that. Because what you're doing is inviting it in. Just like, you know, I tell people, if you hear knocking on a wall or on a door or an attic or like trying to rip it off or on a window, do not open it. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people go over there and they open these things and nobody's there and they're letting it in. It's like you're inviting it in. Just like I tell people, don't put a welcome mat out by your front door. Just put a plain mat by your front door because welcome, you're welcoming anything in your door every time you open it. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. It doesn't have to be a human being. You're just, you can open the door and they'll come in. You're welcoming them in, you know? Yeah. So the, like the, the voices that I heard, it was the same fucking voice every time. And it was like a deep 
stern voice. And it was, it was a man. Always, yeah, it was dis- a man. disembodied with like like a, a little bit of an echo to it. Yeah, it was a man and he was a perv. And um, that's what I was uh, being told um, when you told me he ran his hand down the back of your friend's spine. Right. It? Yeah. Yeah. It was a man and he was infatuated with her and stuff. And he was like running like like he was abusive and he could get abusive and things if it got that far, like possessive and jealous and stuff like that. And he was running his hand down the back of her spine, like kind of like, this is my pet, mine, you know, type oh. thing. See, I never had uh, like touching or anything going on with me, but maybe he was more interested in the girls, right? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm, but I'll tell you this, if you tried to get close to her when you were in that home, then he would come after you. Oh, see, and that's the other like thing. I, so, like I said, he was—it it was like his. He, she was his pet, you know. Like this is yeah. mine. See, so she was. She um. So I. T- this is like probably like fifty episodes in when I started doing my podcast, and I told them the family that was living in that house. They moved in right after I did, apparently. <laughs> I know, and then um. After I told them, I gave them my, my information and everything, my Instagram, and told them, you know, give it a listen, whatnot. And then a couple of days later, I got a, a message from that girl's sister, and she said, I'm so interested in um, hearing your stories about what happened to you in this house because a lot of things happened to me. And um, I was like, well, love you got you on the podcast. We could have a conversation. She said, oh, yeah, let's set something up. And then she ghosted me after that, so I never got her stories. I told her if you're if you're uncomfortable doing the podcast, then maybe we could just talk on the phone. I would love that, and she right. never replied. So it made me think that she didn't want to drudge up the energy again, or she listened to my podcast and thought I was nuts. <laughs> well, a lot of people get scared. A lot of people think that if they block it out and everything, it'll just go away. Oh, just don't talk about it. You know, don't think about it. If you think about it, you bring it into manifestation and stuff, you know? And it's like, I look at him and I'm like, you know what, sweetie? I moved into this place and I was laying in my bed and I didn't manifest the 50 some odd year old old man in the right. flannel um, flannel shirt standing at the end of my bed looking at me and then a light being running from my living room out through the other wall or the shadow being coming through the wall. I was in the middle of listening to a damn romance book. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's just the way people think and everything, but I'll tell you this, until it happens to them, you know, until it happens to them. And then there are some people that treat this like it's a game. They don't understand the severity of it. These things can kill you. I yeah. watched this video. I watched this video of this guy on TikTok and he was like, oh, he has a demon in his home. He's got a do demon you, in his home. Do you he's know like that calling it buddy. He's calling it buddy. He's like, it rings, it stands there and rings the doorbell. Ding, 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 ding. And he keeps opening the door. And then he's playing, the, it plays the guitar and everything. And he even put the guitar out in the garage and he starts playing. And he just plays with this thing and stuff. And it's like, come on, buddy, not today, not today. It even opened up the garage, the basement door. Okay. On is its own. Same, is this the same guy who had uh, a knife in his knife block and it just flipped out? No, no. Oh, I've seen that guy 
and this guy, I was, I've been trying to get him on the show too, but um, he's down, but like he's like in the middle of moving and whatnot. But yeah, he's just in the kitchen and this, there's a knife at his knife block and it flipped out and like, yeah, into the floor. I saw that one. But, yeah, Josiah Worley, that's his name. But he's always drunk too when it, when it happens and he's like freaking out, right? Um, well, but yeah. the thing is, is, the thing is, is if you drink a lot, if you drink a lot and you do drugs, that's why the old saying is everything in moderation, okay? Right, right. And if you, if you drink a lot or do drugs, you attract lower energies and lower mm-hmm. entities and demons, okay? I'm aware of that, yeah. And they're going to surround you. And where there's one, there's going to be more than one. Right. So that's why I tell people that if you get somebody in there to clear them out, they better know what in the hell they're doing. Yeah. Because they'll go um, and they'll bring back an army of demons. Um. So I want to tell you this voice and see if you, if your spirits pick up anything. I told you it was like a deep disembodied voice, right? Yeah. Um, so the very first night that I experienced it, it, it said right into my ear, the word crack for some reason, like a deep voice. It was like crack. And then the second time it actually yelled out to me, it yelled my name and the third time when my brother's wife heard it with me, she asked me to get a drink because she was looking after me. I was about 11 years old and everybody was, my whole family was out to bingo, playing bingo, except for me and her. She was looking after me. And then uh, she asked me to get her a drink. So I got her one. I brought it back to her. She said, thank you. And then in the living room, which was walled off, uh, but around the corner, we both at the same time we heard the the same voice say thank you and she looked at me and she's like did you just hear that and I like we were both wide eyed looking at each other and I said yeah and she grabbed my hand really tight and we went to the living room and we looked in there and nothing like no TV radio was on the windows were closed everything she said, let's go sit on the porch and wait for them to come home. I said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> we were terrified. I'm getting told that there was two of them there. Was it a farmhouse or on property? No, it was like, um, what do you call it? A uh, Like a, mm, what's the word? Uh, subdivision. Okay, so there was like, it was like, a, it was connected, it was connected to another house, uh, and it's in the city, and there's houses all around, and there's a highway in the back. Okay, well, you had, okay, there was a crack addict. Maybe, was, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, there was a crack addict, and then there was, um, oh, what is it? Um, I'm getting an older guy an older guy that wore like a flannel shirt. That's why I asked if it was in the country and stuff. He's an older guy, kind of like rippity up. Uh, the one that likes to run his hands down the girl mm-hmm. and stuff would, was wearing like this flannelly, flannelly shirt. Well, that we are, so we do wear a lot of flannel. 
no matter where we're at. I said, I am up in Canada, so we do wear a lot of flannel no matter where we're at. <laughs> well, no, no, well, I'm talking, I'm just talking about the guy, the guy that I see. There's, I get two, there's two guys. One was into crack and the other one, and he was a passer througher. He was a passer thrower. That guy is a passer thrower. But the other one, the other one that's running isn't. That other one's like there. So what do you I mean, believe. What do, you, what do you mean, a past, a pastor thrower? What do you mean? A, pa- a passer thrower. In other words, they just came in and they they go. They come and oh, go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where yeah, there's but something, one... something's still there though, because yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the one guy. It's the one guy that's running his hands up and down her back. Right. Yeah, that's the one that's more prominent, more attached to that property and stuff. So it, what it, it's something that happened on that property and then they built this subdivision or whatever and it's in that home now. And I tried to look into the history of the house and I couldn't find jack shit, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's more attached to the property than the house itself. The home itself. I think I think the house was built in like either the sixties or the seventies, probably the seventies. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more attached to the property. To be honest with you, it's so crazy, dude. Because like, because they can be attached to the property if you build something there, then they're automatically attached to whatever is built on there too. See, right. So, and to my knowledge, there was no cemetery or whatever you know that was built upon uh it doesn't not, have to be it doesn't, it doesn't i know it doesn't matter yeah 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 it doesn't have to be i mean somebody could have there could have been a tragic event somebody could have got murdered there somebody could have had um was walking past there and had a heart attack and didn't know that they were dying or didn't know they were dead or you know it, it could be a multiple of things somebody could have actually uh lived on there prior the place got torn down and they think it's their home, you know? I mean, you see what I'm saying? The person that passed away thinks it's their home or somebody could have actually brought it in and it's just attached. But I don't mm-hmm. get this when they brought it in. I get that this was uh, has something to do with that property. Right. And that property just doesn't consist of just your, your where your home is. It consists of the whole property right there of other homes too. Right. So that thing could be like haunting other people. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! My house, right? I like I never heard anything from anybody else, but like, definitely my that old house was, uh, you know, like I told you, like it, it's it's definitely uh, that, verified for me now because well, of I'm, what they. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to tell you this really quick because I was gonna tell you I get a man's like a really strong man's presence, and then you brought this up about this, and I told you it was a male a man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was picking up on that and everything before you brought it up, but I was just letting you speak. <laughs> right. How, so how, how old were you when you started realizing that you were, you know, born awake? Cause like, it took me a while to realize that I was awake. There's like a bunch of events, like including the haunting um, and astral projection at, at 12 years old or 13 years old. And uh, you know, everything else after that, like nine 11, all this stuff led me to where I am now where I'm like, okay, fearless, of, uh, fearless of speaking out about, uh, truther subjects and topics. Uh, whereas before I was keeping it all in because I was scared people were going to think I was nuts, but I don't give a shit anymore. 
Well, there's significance in my name, Born Awake Oracle, okay? I was literally born awake. I remember being up in heaven and I remember coming down. I remember being in the womb. And I remember my mom smoking and how that burnt my lungs so bad. I remember my, uh, I mean, I remember everything, everything of being in the womb, how it felt. I remember coming through the firmament and how, as soon as you go from the heavenly plane, you don't feel anything because everything is like your orb. Everything is like your third eye. You hear, you see, you think, um, you talk through your third eye. Okay. Which is a, your white orb. It's like a white orb. Okay. Right. <laughs> and stuff that. And that so I remember, oh, pardon me, Merkaba. Do you know that term? The Merkaba, yeah. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about like your pineal gland. The pineal you gland, can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you communicate through that. Everything is everything is communicated through that. The pineal gland would be something else, I think. Your pineal, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, your third eye, your third eye. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> No, you mess with me. Stop that. Stop that. I actually call, anyway, yeah. I actually call it your first eye because you literally see with this eye first before, you know, because the other two are just, you know, in your in your avatar. Your first eye is the your one, you know, your what people call third eye. And some people right. in different countries call it the first eye. But anyway, you hear, you think you you still feel when you're up in heaven. You still feel when you're up in heaven. People don't think you feel. Yes, you feel. You think. You see. People, I would think you feel more. Pardon me. I would think you feel more. Well, you do. Yeah. You do. You still. You still feel. You feel. You go through the emotions and things like that. You don't have any pain. You have no pain because the thing is, is I was called upon. I was called upon. I didn't choose to come down here. I was called upon. Those and some people are. Some people um, are just. Uh, called upon you know mm -hmm. you know some people are just sent here some it's almost like it's almost like a christian going on a mission yeah well, well yeah i remember being shown I, I saw my dad i saw lewis rents over here off of 80th and stark i saw angels following people i saw demons following people um yeah, I mean, it was just it was just crazy. I saw my dad and everything before I was even down and went through the firmament. But as soon as I went through the firmament into the earthly realm, that is when you I, I started taking on physical ailments and everything, like physical pain. Like I started like I started feeling like my nerves and everything, you know, like I had more to me than just what I was up in heaven. You see what I'm saying? I started feeling pain. I started feeling more of me where I didn't have that up there. Like I like when I was called upon and everything, I went to stretch my legs and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have no legs. I was like, I have no legs, you know, and everything. And then I watched thousands and thousands and millions of these orbs go up to heaven. And they were like, come on, come on, come on, come on. But I had already gone. See, I was waiting for my next mission. You see what I'm saying? Right. And stuff. So anyway, like so, I said, so when I got into the womb and everything, uh, my I started feeling my knees were hurting, my back was hurting, and my nervous system and stuff like that. And then, like I said, when my mom smoked, I could hear them arguing. And then when I remember, what, I just got tired. My knees hurt so bad, I just pushed. And I guess I came out because I literally, they say, 
that kids can't, babies can't see. Yes, they can. They just have a little bit of that glaze over their eye. But I saw the doctor. I described the doctor at 16 years old to my grandmother, what he looked like. And my grandmother knew I was gifted and everything. And she went in and got a picture of him in a photo album book that I've never seen before that I was just visiting her over in Eastern Oregon. And she was blown away. That's so wild, dude. And then I would ask the questions. I was always asking the questions. Who made the rule up that we have to work all the time? Who made the rule up that we have to go to school? Who made this? I was always asking these questions because the thing is, is it nothing, nothing made sense. Right. Nothing made sense. And then when I was a baby, I literally started seeing, I was laying in the, in the crib in a diaper, in a diaper. And I remember seeing a shadow being across the room in my bedroom, which was green, the olive green at the time with a white dresser. And I was screaming so loud and everything. My grandma came in and I would not stop crying. My mom came in and as soon as she picked me up and moved me away from that area because the shadow being was coming up behind her back and everything, I just kept screaming and everything. And she moved me over and she even checked my diaper and everything. And I didn't want a bottle or nothing like that. And I just kept screaming and stuff. And finally I stopped because I saw that shadow being and I always felt I was being watched. And I was. You really got to wonder if how many kid, like babies are screaming because they see something that they know yeah. is not right. Exactly. And they cannot express it. Like because these children that are. We don't have filters on when we're born, right? It's, it's the world that indoctrinates us and puts those filters on for us. Exactly. It's them telling us, oh, you're not good enough. You're not cute enough. You're not this. You're not that. It's like, eat this. Especially, I mean, all the toxic food. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Gerber. Yeah, I mean, well, when I grew up, it was all my grandparents had a half an acre garden and everything was like freshly ground and stuff like that, you know, and everything. So it was all like. So you were you were blessed with that then? Yes, I was very blessed with that. So very blessed with that. But nowadays it's like everything, water, vegetables, meat, the soil, just, I mean, the music, the, the air, everything is just toxic, you know? Living in Satan's kingdom. That's how he wants it. Well, that's what this is. This is hell. This is hell. Yeah. And there's another level. We've got to advance up. This is another level. We've got to advance up. We need to advance up to be able to go up to the next level. This is hell. And there's another level down below <clears> us. <throat> People don't understand right. that. That's where the it's like the, high, the highest level of hell, like Sam Tripoli always says. Yeah. And it's so, a schoolyard, too, a giant schoolyard for people to learn that, you know, where we came from and how to get back there, how to not reincarnate back into the prison planet. There's exactly. uh, I've been reading into a lot lately about how when we pass away from this avatar, uh, when we when we see the light, oh, this is going to go deep. Okay, w- watch this. Okay. I've heard, I, 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 I know what you're going to say, and I disagree <laughs> with it. You disagree with it? When we see the light, it's a trick that the reptilians have put here and the moon wasn't always here and now that the moon is here there's a projection of the earth on them on the moon and it's a soul it's the projection of the soul trap 
So when we when we die and we see the light, we should turn back away from it so that we don't get reincarnated and come back and do it all over again with the amnesia that we've had we have when we're born. First off, the moon. If you remember what I said, I came down through the firmaments. Okay. Right. The moon is inside I, the firmaments. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So. So the thing is, is this, the thing is, is this, I, I'm not being snotty or anything like that. I'm just trying to get you to think to piece it together with what I've already sure, said. Sure. Okay? Yeah. So the thing is, is the, the moon is inside here. The moon is not what people think it is. It, it's fake. It is fake. Okay. And the, the thing is, fake. It's, it's, it's like it was made up here by aliens and stuff like that. It was transported here a long, a, a long time ago. Yeah, because there's, there's like proof that the moon wasn't always here. Well, not just that. Why does, if, the, if, the, if the moon rotates, why doesn't it turn around and we see the backside of it? We never do. No, and nobody ever lands on it. We've never been to the moon, you guys. I don't care if people are like, oh, she's a flat earther. Yes, I am, because it's the truth. It's the truth. There's so much we can talk about. I'm serious. So, so. Well, that's why I told you. I know we're gonna go for a long time. Yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah, we are. We are. There is a video, and I shared it on my Instagram, where uh, a man he turned around and he did something with the telescope. I don't. I can't remember exactly what it was, but you can literally see through. Like okay, like our planets aren't what they are showing us. Okay, our planets are more like fluid. And everything okay so anyway this man he took i think did took a telescope and it went like through the firmament or something like that i don't know i can tag you in it when i get off of here with you later and stuff but you can literally see the hand of god running his hands over mixing up the energies and the the of the of the the planets and the stars you can see it it's a hand it's a huge giant hand I've never seen that shit. That's wild. Yeah, I, I mean, I was like, whoa, and he's right. It is. It's a hand. I watched it like six times, and you can you don't even have to watch it six times. You can just see it once. There is so much about this planet. There is so much about this planet. Just like, you know, the fairy tales that we were told as children, okay? Mm -hmm. The fairy tales that we were told as children and everything, were actual stories that were horrific, but they turned around and changed them to make them look oh so special and lovey dovey and princessy and princey. Oh yeah, like I have no doubt about that for yeah. sure. And yeah. and the thing is, is yes, there are like giants. If you if you, yeah. if you look into like Disney and how dark it really really is, Dis yeah, Disney yeah. was built on Disney was built on uh, by uh, Walt. Okay, who was a in the thirty third a thirty third club? Who was a womanizer, a drunk, and he was a satanist and a pedo. And oh. they took something that was supposed to, could have been beautiful, and they built it on top of um, evil. Okay, they're involved in trafficking children too. They have that Some one the, little island in uh, Disneyland or Disney World. I forget which one it is. Yeah, it's closed uh, down. Yeah, it's that one little island that they had where, like, nobody can go there, all that shit. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, you try to say it's because there's crocodiles or something like that, but there's something on there that attacks. 
the whatever. club that you have to pay like a fucking shitload of money to go to get into the restaurant. And, yeah, well, you know, it's says, there's a 33 club there. And I was like, well, there you go. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah I, and stuff. I was actually almost kidnapped there once because my grandpa used to take me there every every um, summer. Mm-hmm. And right there by the castle, I was standing there and they were looking at something. I was standing right next to my grandpa and this guy tried to uh, grab my hand and pull me. And I screamed, Grandpa, and him and my grandmother both grabbed me and everything and stuff. And they started screaming for help and stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that was the last time we went to Disneyland. I didn't ever want to go back there again. That was so, so scary. And that was back when I was like two, three, four years old. So we're that talking is... 72, 73, 74. So this has been going on for a while. Look at all the old stars. Shirley Temple came out, you know, and everything. So that was all built on. Um, built oh, on man, people. Shirley Temple, don't get me started. Well, it just wasn't her. There's There was boys, too. There was, I mean, tons right. of girls, boys. I mean, this went on poor, poor. Um, oh, what was her name that sang Over the Rainbow? Um uh, oh god what is her name from Wizard um, of Oz yes yeah. gosh Liza Min- not Liza Minnelli no not no, Liza but Minnelli that's her, her mother she's the mother of Liza Minnelli yes yes I always I uh, always forget her name she was tortured by the industry and Judy her mother and her mother, that poor that poor girl, and I'm surprised she she kept going like she did, you know. But I mean, yeah, that, that was Judy that, Garland. Yeah, Judy Garland. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, she was she's like that was she was tortured. She was tortured by uh, the producers, by you know her own family, by the people that work there. I mean, it was just it was just crazy what she went through and everything yeah there's this movie with shirley temple my buddy sent me this video of the movie and uh-huh. i sent it to a, a fellow podcaster and then when i sent that to him he got me on his show and we talked about it but it was like in the movie itself she's sitting in this old man's office and the old man is like what are you looking at he's like come over here and she like comes over there and sits on his he's like sit on my lap sits on his lap and he's looking at the newspaper and he licks his thumb. Like, you know, he's going to turn the page, but he licks his thumb and fucking puts it behind her and up it goes. And she says, I didn't think I was going to like you, sir, but now I think I really like you. Yeah. I remember seeing that, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't pay attention it's, to that part. It's insane. I showed my dad. He's like, holy shit and that was like 1932 or something like that oh yeah just like around for centuries well she gave gave an interview um oh i'm sorry it cut out and i thought you were done talking oh no sorry since the beginning of creation like the demons were here right so yeah you're thinking about the larry king interview i think yeah, yeah, where she walked in, her mom went to one, and she went to the other, and, you know, the guy was naked, and she started laughing. Right. She, and the guy told her to get out, <laughs> you know, and she, I mean, she was just a little girl. She'd never seen anybody naked before. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just a lot of a lot of sickness. There's a, a lot of evil in everything, and, I mean, just, 
and to get back, I'm gonna back bounce back that part about the light and everything. Don't go yeah, to the light yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay, you gotta understand something. There are souls down here that don't go to the lights. And when they don't go to the light, they get stuck here. Okay. See, I was I was like I've and from then, what I've been researching, the opposite is true. Well, and like then, the light trap made by the, the reptilians that in the moon is that projection of that soul trap. So you get sucked into the moon when you go to the light, you come right back, you got to do it all over again with amnesia. Anyway, keep going. I want to hear your opinion on this. Well, and then you've got the you've got the soul. I call them the soul. Um, oh, what is it? They're demons. They go around and they literally uh, scare the crap out of people. They, they rip the soul in half. Of the people that are down here. Have you ever heard people saying they're coming to get me? They're coming to get me. Help me. And it's a, like a ghost or something, you know, or whatever. You know, like on EVPs and things. It's coming to get me. Oh, yeah, 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 me. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. Sorry, I can't remember the name it's called off the top of my head. I'm my mind's not going very well with memory here. <laughs> Names That's and stuff. Okay. Today. Sorry, but um, yeah, but basically they split your soul is what it is. It's a demon and stuff and it splits your soul. So are you saying that like, we should go to the light and we should come back here and do it all over again? I don't know, dude. Like it's, it's, you it's know you're going to go to the light no matter what. You're going to get sent to wherever you're supposed to go. Yeah, because I think I'd be terrified to not go towards the light, right? But the the, well, the thing that I'm the thing I'm reading about is that the light is a trap to make you come back here and do it all over again. Yeah, I've heard that, and I've heard that over and over again. You're going to continue going, coming back here and doing it, no matter where you're put at. Okay. Okay. You could come back. You could come back as an animal. Okay, you could come back as a human being. You could come back as a flower or whatever the divine wants you to be. Okay, so you learn lessons. We're all going to keep coming back here, right? Because we have lessons. We have to. We have to become pure, uh, pure, totally pure again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so it's so hard That's what to it's do all that. About. It's about being. It's about, you see these people that have had their family member murdered, and they turn around and they cry and they're like, "I forgive you." Right. That that is a lot, and then you have all these other people be like, "I couldn't do that, man." Da, 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 da. I'd be like, da, da, da. "Do you know how much power and strength it takes for a soul and a human being to say, "I forgive you for taking right. a family member's life." Yeah. You know, yeah. like these people that turn around and they step in front of a bullet and take a bullet to save somebody's life. That right. takes a lot. You see what I'm it's, saying? It's like what Jesus said, like, forgive them, Father, they for they know not what they do, right? And that's the power that we have to have. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, the thing is, is you just, you, there's just, there's so much to this. There's so, so much to this. <laughs> You know, and I mean, I can't explain every, every, everything, you know, my guides are only going to tell me what they want me to know, because there's stuff that I've got to experience to be able to get the information. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, so, but yeah. And I think I've heard you talk about on Reality Zars about how your, uh, your, like our guides are people who have already been through what we've been through. 
and they now they're like tasked to be in other people's lives in order to give them direction to 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 make to help them ascend they could be that they can be that they can be a relative that chose to come back and uh, watch over you and protect you and guide you. They could be a friend. They could be somebody that God just assigns and everything like one of, and there's di- different levels. There are different strengths. Like one of my strongest, um, Oh, what is it? Angels, Peter. Um, he, pr- he stands in my bedroom closet where one of the portals is to protect me and everything uh, from uh, the stuff that comes through <laughs> <laughs> and, and everything. That and Shamira does. She's a gatekeeper and everything. So that's a whole different story we could talk about too. So gatekeepers and portals and stuff like that. But anyway, he's like very high up. He's like very, very strong, very powerful angel, okay, of mine. And I actually saved his life in my past life when I was a heavyset African-American plantation worker, healer, excuse me, healer. Wow. But yeah. That's so, fucking wild, he, dude. So like, how do you know that? Like he told you that? No, because ever since I was a baby, I'd have this dream that I was a plantation worker and I was seeing everything and I have this dream and I ended up, uh, I was African-American. Have you said African-American woman? And I came down off the steps and I went running over by the wood pile. And there is this Confederate soldier. He was trying to rape the plantation owner's daughter. And I took my gun out and I shot him. And he went down, um, down on his back. And I grabbed her and I picked her up and I put her in my arms. And I said, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay. And I climbed up the steps to the cabin that I lived in, it was white with paint peeling off and I had a rocking chair and I sat down in the rocking chair and I was rocking her saying, you know, humming to her and everything. And I could not make out what was next to me on my left side of me. It was big, it was black and I, it was square and I couldn't make it out and stuff. And this went on every day of my life until I met my friend's mom and we got to talking and uh she had like nine uh she had nine uh, mastectomies and stuff like that and the last one that she was supposed to have the nurse misfiled at his surgery done and she was starting to get really depressed and everything because she wanted it done and over with and stuff like that and and just all these breast surgeries and stuff so anyway she was really depressed i went over there talking with her and she was going she was psychic and uh, she was going through her past lives. And she goes, just like, I remember her husband, Malcolm, being this in a past life and this life is this. She goes, just like you. She goes, I always believed I was supposed to have three, uh, three children. And you're my third child, even though I didn't give birth to you, but you're my third child. And she goes, Vicky, she goes, I swear you're an African-American woman in a past life. And she goes, the way you dance, you, you have rhythm and stuff. And I was like, oh, I get told that a lot and stuff. And she, and she goes, when you get mad, you just come off like one, da, 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 like that. And so anyway, she was sitting there talking. She goes, you know, there's this one, one that I keep, you know, I don't know what it is, but it was like, I was like a little girl and the soldier was raping me. And this heavy set African-American woman 
came around the corner and she said that pulled out the gun and shot the soldier in the back and I went running to her and she scooped me up and she carried me up on the steps and she sat down in this rocking chair next to a wood stove. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And every since that was figured out and everything like that, the dream that that's that stopped. That totally <clears throat> stopped. Okay. Okay. Then like you learn learn that lesson. I met the person. She and she I saved her life in a past life. She was like a mother figure in this lifetime to me that I didn't have a mother figure. See what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Then I met the soldier. I was dating this guy named Wayne. Okay. And that turned my world upside down. Okay. And there was paranormal stuff going on there when he was around too and everything. And he heard it and everything and stuff. But we were in bed and I woke up and I just sat up because I had that dream again. It Well, vision again. I can't say dream. It was vision. And it was, I hadn't had that for years. Okay. So I sat up. And it turns out he woke up and he was sweating and gasping for air and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? He's like, I had this nightmare. And I said, I guess I did, too. And I said, what was yours? And he goes, I got shot in the back. And all I remember is going down, seeing a flash of the sky, and my face landed in a field of uh, cotton. Wow. And my son, my son's always been a relative of mine in every, in every life, in every life. He was a child of mine before. He was a brother. He was a cousin. He was an uncle, but he's always been a family member of mine. So, so your yeah. Soul, your soul connection with your son has been with you forever. Yeah. And that's a choice. They have a choice, too. I mean, and also we have, you know, we have where we have to, we have karma and things like that. You know, and this is something else I want to bring up. A lot of these people are saying, well, whatever you think, you manifested into reality. Well, no, I don't believe in that. I had a discussion with somebody today. They brought this up. And I said, I don't believe in that. And he's like, well, then you're effed. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I said, no, I said, I'm not going to argue with you. No, did, let me ask you this. Did you manifest? I, I'm going to put it to you this way. Did you manifest getting raped? Did, I'm just give this an example. Did you mm. manifest um, getting abused as a child? Did you manifest being homeless? Did you manifest this when you were a child? A lot of our childhood is made up of past karma. And then we slowly go through it through the rest of our life. You know what I mean? Some karmas. And then we have karma that we accumulated in this lifetime that is meant for us to make up for while we're here. And then if we don't change our ways and straighten up, we have it to live in our next life too. To make right, up right. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So, so the thing is, is these people are like, you know, well, you create your own reality, you know, your own reality. No, honey, I didn't create that ghost standing at the end of my bed. No, I didn't create that video of that giant sticking his head out of the cave in New Mexico. You know, I didn't create that skinwalker that we heard in this building, you know, and everything. Or I didn't create that demon that went flying out after that black car that I just passed. And I said a prayer for those people that they make it home safe. Jeez. Yeah. That's you see, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. I, 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 so I don't believe in that. I, I, I do not believe in that. Yes. We all come from, we all come from a source. Okay. 
Which is then, what I like to call God. Yeah, God. Yes, I say God. Okay. I don't like the word God, though, because I think it has, uh, you know, satanic yeah. uh, connotations to it. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So it's an, easy, it's an easy reference point for most right. people. Right. So to appease you and everything, I'll say source. Okay. And um, the thing is, is that we are small, minute, tiny, tiny little crumbs of him. Okay. We are not God. We are of him. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're small, minute, little, little crumbs. Like you would fall from a piece of bread and everything. Like sands so, in an hourglass. So, so yeah, small are alive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and these people are, we're, we're not God. So these people calling themselves God, no, you're not God. You're of God. Yes. When, yes you start totally calling yourself, when you start calling yourself God, you're starting to think from the, from what's here in this earthly realm that isn't God, uh, right? You know the divine. People like calling celebrities gods and shit. And it's like, no, they're not gods. They are a part of God, but they don't realize that what they're doing is they are locked into the system and trying to lock you into the system as well. Yeah, they're. Uh, this is what I tell people before you start saying, "Oh yeah, you know this person's so holy and everything like that," and I believe in this person. They're such good people. This and this and this and this and this, sweetie. The devil can read the Bible and preach a sermon, but when he's done, he can go around shooting and killing, and maiming and raping and stuff like that. It doesn't mean he follows the Bible. Do you see what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Yes, people can go out and they can turn around and do book clubs and things like that and be all oh, this and this, but then traffic children. Okay, but they're like, oh, God, I always tell people question, question, what God are they praying to? Exactly. And I don't use the word Lord because Satan uses the word Lord. Absolutely. That's why King James replaced all the fucking words in the Bible of God's name as Lord, Lord God, because he well, was a Freemason, right? Yeah, and he was a Satanist, and he actually wrote the book of demonology, and then later on came yep. around and banished <clears throat> all saw, the origin, all original Bibles, and rewrote the Bible. The King James version is. is today, right? Pardon me. That video I posted earlier today that coincides with what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I shared that video too. <laughs> I shared it the other day. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's the truth. And the thing is, is this, check this out. King James rewrote the Bible, okay, and banished the original Bible, okay? And Queen Elizabeth owns the copyrights to the Bible. Right, yep, yep. See? And so it's like, and I take, you know, things out of the Bible with a grain of salt. And that's okay. People can get up there and hate and call me evil or whatever. Da, da, no, da, da, I, da, da. I do the same thing. I, yeah. I, I tell people all the time, like, I studied the Bible quite a bit back in the day, like 13 years ago. And I had uh, a very vivid dream where uh, this rapper was there. <laughs> One of my favorite rappers. I'm not really into, like, rapper hip-hop, but... Uh -huh. He was in my dream, but I believe it was a guardian angel telling me uh, what I needed to do at that time because I was so knee deep in the Bible uh -huh. that I was becoming dogmatic. 
and uh, yeah. I had to, I had to get out of it, and <clears throat> so I'm walking through this orphanage, and there's you know children sleeping on either side, left and right, and in the very back of the orphanage was this rapper named Chaos, right? And he's from near near me, like Toronto area, but uh, uh-huh. he was there, and he he was sitting with his legs crossed, and he was. I approached him and he was, he held up the Bible and he said, brother, these words can either bind you or free you. The choice is yours. And from then on, I stopped and I broke free from the dogma and just, you know, cherry picked the Bible from then on. Like people say, you can't cherry pick the Bible. And I'm like, yes, I can because I've learned. Yeah. I've (laughs) learned how to do it. And apply all the good from it mm-hmm. god's good attributes in my life and there's negative yeah. attributes of god that i don't want to deal with such as you know murdering yeah, and killing people but do you honestly think that god <clears throat> okay this is what gets me there's people that turn around and they're like i'm god fearing no i'm not gonna fear god and i'll tell you why god is all loving God is right. all loving and God is understanding, okay? These are God's attributes, his real attributes. Yeah. And yeah. yes, he did get upset and everything like that. And he had a right to punish people and everything as he saw fit. But the thing is, is you get these people that are like, I'm so God-fearing. I'm not going to sneeze without this or whatever because God's going to strike me down. And I'm... No, no, that's not how he works. And then you get these people who are like, Oh, we got to go to church. God's always sad. Jesus always crying and everything. No. Well, they constantly fear damnation too. That's the, the main thing. That's what yeah. locks people's minds into a cage. And, you know, they can't take a fucking move without, they can't move or breathe without thinking they're going to go to hell, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, that's not, that's not the case. Jesus laughed. Jesus cried. Jesus was strong. Jesus was weak. Jesus sought out God, you know, and all this, just like he was a human being. He hung out with the sinners. He was a spiritual human being and he hung out with those that accepted him, but he also tried to heal them as he went along too. That's right. And these Pharisees called him a demon. They accused him of being a demon because of what he was doing. Oh shit! Excuse me. I'm sorry if I can't say that or not, but you know what? No, I call you, you know, I get called that. I get called that. Okay, I'm an ordained minister. I'm a shaman through every life I've lived. Okay, <clears throat> people are like, you can't be that because you're not a native. It, you can be a shaman. You don't have to be a native to be a shaman. Okay, there's shaman in native cultures, in Aborigines, in Scottish, in every, okay? But also there are people that lived it every life. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of my, and Peter, my angel, I healed him in a past life. I was a plantation herbalist, shaman, or whatever in a past life, okay? So, you know, it carried on in this life. I've had four professional astrologers say you have a very powerful chart, you know, and they've even confirmed what I said about being a shaman. Okay. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, I can't remember. I lost my place with what I was going to say. <laughs> Brain fart. <laughs> it happens all the time. 
but it's people get into these. Uh, I'll I'll come back to it when it pop. It'll probably pop up here in a couple of minutes. But people get into these. You can only be one type thing, you know. But oh, that's what I was gonna say. So people are like, you can't be a shaman and be an ordained minister and be a psychic medium and ferriologist. That's a joke. Do do people know what a ferriologist is? A ferriologist is the studying of fairies. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what a ferriologist. This is F A E R I E, not F A R Y. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's the studying of fairies, and I also have fairies that do live with me, and I have pictures, and I put pictures up, and I've shared them. Okay, I've shared uh, pictures of demons that are in this place that were here on this property before I moved in. Okay, um, so it's like they're like they're so narrow-minded. And I'm like, okay, well, let's think of it this way. You're a daughter and you have a, do- you have a child, right? And they're like, yes. And you're a mom, okay? And you're a teacher, right? And your other daughter had a baby and that makes you a grandmother, right? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, well, you can't be all those then. You can mm-hmm. only be one. Pick one. You can't, be a, you can't be a daughter. You can't be a mom. You cannot be a grandmother. You can't be an aunt. You can only pick one. That's basically what you're telling me. I cannot do more than one thing. Okay? And to be honest with you, uh, my neighbor is a bishop, and he comes down to me to get readings. Wow. Yeah. And he will be on one of my lives eventually. I just got to schedule with him because he's very busy and everything. But... Um, but yeah, I would, it's like, I would rather have somebody that was an ordained minister, psychic medium that can physically see demons and entities with their eyes and their third eye than have somebody that can't, because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of these people go in there and they do the prayer and everything like that. They can't see it. Demons and entities hide. They hide. Preachers and pastors and bishops and stuff like that, they can't see them. So they go in there, they do the blessing and everything like that. And it might be calm for an hour, a day, a week or whatever, but it's going to come back full force. Right. So I believe that all the people that are saying, you know, people that claim to be Christians They're all warning against the new age and the new age movement and how it's demonic. But I think I believe that they're locked into that certain dogmatic way of thinking because they're not harnessing their full potential. And the new age, I think the new age is we're we're the is the Catholics, the the Christians. um, They it's just to keep our mind in a cage and say that, you know, if you're channeling spirits or you're doing this and you're doing that, it's all demonic because the new age movement is Catholicism. It is religion. It is Christianity. It is all religion. And if you can't break free from any of those dogmatic ways of thinking, then you're labeled as a new ager or a demon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't believe in a lot of the new age, new age spiritual stuff. Okay. It's like they took the Bible. It's like taking religion and it became 
popular and you know and we got the bible thumpers and things like that that go around and they don't they don't respect people and they keep bringing you know beating on the doors or whatever and everything like that and stuff and i don't have a problem with religious people that's their thing okay but when somebody sure. says no don't keep coming back and bugging them when they're ready they'll contact you if they, that's the road they choose you know but you don't mm-hmm. need to keep beating down the door but the thing is is this is what i believe i believe in more native american and african-american um uh what is it uh spirituality culture you know and things like mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. and stuff because like the that, and stuff like uh, that yeah that is like more tried and true it's been around here for for a long long time red kachita a, a long long time um you know a lot of them have seen stuff that um you know that other cultures haven't been really seen you know and everything yeah. hasn't been really brought forth because the religious they- filters were weren't in their brains they weren't part of that, that dogmatic way of thinking so their exactly. mind was weird exactly so it's like i tend to lean more that way that way and everything um it's just like you know people say well i was asked this in one of the podcasts you know when you go in and you do um do a house clearing is it always the same thing and no it's not necessarily so I mean, because you get different levels and different things and stuff and something that you might do for a demon or an entity and stuff like that. It may not be that it could be another dimensional being that like we were talking about, like a predator, you know, people think, you know, predator, the movie predator and everything that that's just a joke. No, it's actually here. It's here on earth. It's been here. You know, they took a movie. It could be something like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In a person's home, you know, I'm just, I'm giving an example. You see what I'm saying? Right. Where it's invisible. You can't see it and everything like that. So, you know, I have to go by what my guides say on that, you know, and everything to get it out, get it out. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think prayer and uh, prayer and the Bible going to get it out. You know, we're going to need some backup here with Archangel (laughs) Michael, the Legion of Light and, you know, a little bit more of that, or we're going to run for now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even, even, even the, the fact that the Catholic church has their own uh, set ways of exercising, right? Like not exercising, but exorcism. Uh, Even that in itself is, is dogmatic. Do you know how you hard might- it is to get somebody from a Catholic church to literally get it approved to have them do an exorcism? Do oh, you yeah. realize? Do you realize that the Catholic Church used to call upon the sons of man to turn around and do their exorcisms and catch demons and monsters and things like that and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, so. it's it's it goes way deeper than the Catholic dogmatic yes. uh, exorcism exorcist exorcist rights, like the rights to exorcism. Uh, and I'm not talking about like R I G H T. I'm talking about R I T E, right? So they right. have the rights, rights to passage of exorcism, and and that's why in the movies, you see in the movies they have these Catholics going around trying to like exercise demons and they can't do it because it takes a lot more than just the pa- the paths uh, or the passages of, uh, of the rites of exorcism. It, it, exactly. It's way more, yeah, it's way different than that. 
Exactly. And I think we all have the power to, uh, you know, call on the light and all the fucking, all the light brigade, like you said, to get rid of these demons. And it's, it's wild, dude. It's so interesting to me. There are, yes. And then also there are people that are sent here to battle them. Uh-huh. Their, their specific job here is to go through life and everything, be a light warrior, and then when they're called upon to battle, they go into battle. Right. And that's what they're specifically sent here to do. I don't... I don't really... I think I've always been the type of person to... I think it was put here on this earth in order to wake people up, but at the same time... I don't think I was here to really to fight demons, but I might be doing it in my own way by being a little bit on the passive aggressive side. You know, uh, I don't, I don't know. Do you have any insight on that through your guides of like what it is I was meant to do on this planet? Let me see if I can tune in here. I normally don't like to do this unless I protect myself. I do my, you know, blessing and protection. And I didn't do that because I normally don't do, like, readings. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't need to, uh, Because we could get deep here. Because <laughs> we could go yeah. into, like, a deep reading here, and I don't want that. Right, right. That might have to be another podcast. <laughs> or, or, like, a one-on-one. I'm not just saying that because I'm on here. Right. I just like to myself with what what i usually do my readings in an office where i protect myself and stuff because right now i'm in my room sitting on my bed talking to you where my charger okay. is and that's where the porthole is one of them is the other one's in the bathroom <laughs> shit well, we yeah don't so that's another story with the stuff that i've seen in this place I, i'm i mean yeah. my gosh oh my gosh the stuff i've seen i could just really um okay honestly to tell you the truth if you look deep down inside yourself you have a very outgoing personality and stuff but i also see that there's some things that you need to work on deep down inside that you might be struggling with just a little bit and only you will know what that is and anything if you're honest with yourself Mm -hmm. um and once you work through that more of what you're meant to do it will come out more Okay, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are right. You are here to spread awareness. Um, I think it's something that you need to get more into and everything. Reach out more than you are and get more into it than what you have been and everything. I feel like and, I've already been working on that. Yeah, and but expand more. Okay. Expand more. But you know what I mean. I'm pretty sure you know what I mean. There's some things that you need to work on. And once you oh, do... I, I what you mean yeah yeah once you do then um it'll be like ah oh right. moment you know right, and everything, right and right. things will start coming together but you also kind of beat yourself up a little bit too much and you need to stop uh. doing that <laughs> and you also doubt yourself you can't doubt yourself because when you doubt yourself when something happens then you're doubting your higher self you're doubting the divine you know um you're you're, you're doubting, if you doubt, like say if you saw a shadow being, you're going to be, you need to say, I saw that, I know I saw it, and don't doubt it. Because when you doubt seeing it or hearing it or anything like that, I'm just giving this as an example, okay? Then you're doubting your higher self. 
And so your higher self's like, okay, well, you know, he's got to do some work on himself. We're going to give him more lessons so he could turn around and work on himself some more. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you're just making it harder for yourself. If you heard something, you heard something. Say, I heard it. I've seen it. I smelt it. I saw it. Whatever. Okay. Don't doubt yourself. Don't just be like, don't be like, you know, shake your head and be like, oh, that was just my imagination. Yeah. That's part of doubting. Okay. You don't yeah. need to go around and get everybody's, uh, everybody's, well, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Because number one, if they're in the same room and you both look at each other at the same time and your mouth's open or that certain look, you, that says it right there. You know what I mean? You know, they heard it too. <laughs> and that's, you that, know what I'm saying? That, that connects with the stories that I was telling you earlier about like somebody else hearing it with me and there's, there was no doubt in my mind then that I heard that and she heard that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is we're in the stage where everybody's like, I got to prove it. If I don't prove it, they're going to think I'm mental. Yeah. And if I yeah. prove it, then they're going to think it's blotted this or this or this. Or uh, I've had people say, well, when I was younger, I used to see things inside of things and stuff like that. Well, you want to know what, sweetie? Ghosts and things like that are transparent. They can sit on a wall. They can sit on a wall. They can be on a wall and you can't see them unless you can physically see them with your eye or your third eye. Or if you take a picture and sometimes even if you take a picture, you can't see them. Okay. And there's a lot of times I can't see him either, but my other friend can see him because they like to play tricks. And then as soon as she sees them, then it comes in and boom, I can see him. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it just depends. It, it just depends and stuff. So at, at this point, though, Vicky, I don't think anybody could pull me back, you know, into not believing in what I see, uh, touch, taste and feel or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I, I know, like, without a shadow of doubt, like what I see is here. But at the same time, I know that the, the unseen is what I believe as well. Right. So right. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting more and more. And I believe that getting more sunlight in my life, it has unlocked a lot of more of my potential. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to understand something, too. More, the more, okay. Sun is man <clears throat> energy. Okay. Moon is, moon is supposed to be goddess woman energy. Okay. And we all have female and male in us. Okay. And everything. And so if you're wanting to bring, bring out your strengths and things like that, then, you know, get out in the sun, uh, you know, you know, understand. I tell people before you go to bed and I tell this to everybody, massage your calves, massage oh. your calves from your knees down, because that's where you store a lot of male energy. Okay. Okay. And is that just for males or females? No, or this, males is for as well? this is for females and males too. Okay. Rub your legs from your from your knees down and get that circulation going because you can block male energy in your body right there and it becomes stagnant and it's very weighted down. Your legs feel weighted down. You feel like you're standing on concrete all the time, even though you're not. And that mm. means you got trapped male energy. Okay, yeah, dude, I gotta start doing that because you gotta have that circulation going and take and off your shoes too. Go outside and do some earthing too. You know, yeah, earthing. Yeah. Put your back up against a tree, you know, and just relax and just you know, the tree will talk to you. 
the tree. I do, I, yeah, the grounding, and you know, I even had a guest on in the past, and I'm ha- I'm having him back on at the end of the month. But um, shout out to Reg from Alaska, but he says that you know he goes to like a tree, excuse me, and he'll talk to it, and he'll take he'll like rip off a little piece of the bark and chew on it and say, I am one with you and you're one with me. Right? I think that's a beautiful thing. Oh, no, that is beautiful, but it, it just depends on the person, you know, and right. how they feel. You know? <clears throat> but Every, at, everybody... at, my, at my nine to five job, which I do like five days a week, 40 hours, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. I walk about 25 kilometers a day, like per shift, right? Uh-huh. So I probably need to like, you know, do that uh, rubbing of, of the calves before I go to sleep. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, at this point, my fucking legs feel like tree trunks, you know? You, you probably, you got some trapped energy in you. But see, you know what the thing is, is this. Too. We were talking about doubting and stuff. It goes for anything. It just doesn't go for spiritual stuff. You know, it goes for anything in your life. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm putting this back on you again, okay? Because we weren't finished up there. <laughs> because you went, you know, well, I'm not going to have anybody drive me back because I'm, uh, but this goes with anything. I was just using the spiritual thing as an example. So don't right. doubt yourself, okay? Don't doubt yourself. I say that to people all the time, too. Like, when they're trying to do something, like, they'll, they'll ask me for advice. I'll say, you can fucking do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it, right? And that's that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. I always you know say we can, we can do anything that we are meant to do. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. That like, actually is I, more powerful. That yeah. to me is more powerful. We can do anything that we are meant to do <clears throat> instead of we can do anything that we want to do. Yeah, you know, because it, if, because if, we if we do think about anything, it in some things we can't. Because I mean, I don't want to go out and murder somebody, you know, but maybe right, somebody right, else right. might. You see what I'm saying? I wouldn't want anybody to think that way, but you know, you understand what I'm saying, though. So this this brings me to why I was like ten minutes late for this show before you had technical <laughs> issues and everything. But <laughs> I, I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Tony's Pizza picking up the the pizza and the gravy, <laughs> <laughs> making sure you had a bite. No, but um, <clears throat> I was I got hooked on um, like I I love horror movies and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got in. I like the Purge series. Do you know? Are you familiar with the Purge? Yes, I haven't watched it. But I okay, try to so, I try to stay clear of horror movies and stuff, and I'll tell you why later. Okay, so I I seen all the Purge movies, but I recently, the past few days or the past week, got hooked on the TV series. And so, do you know what the Purge is about? Um, yeah, it's like taking out like people and stuff like that. Yeah, well, like so, the U.S. It's like an alternate reality of the U.S. Right, and. They have a national, like an annual holiday where no, there's no law except for the fact that people are allowed to go and murder people that they want. But then like these, these richer people have like barricades come down, like steel barricades in their house. And they, if they don't want to partake in it, 
they could just sit at home for the night. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's wild, dude. So this the TV series, like, there's so much you could do with that idea. And so the TV series is taking it to another level and showing like the interconnectedness of the characters of people who are participating participating in the purge and the people that don't want to participate in the purge uh, because there's a uh, uh, a new law set by what's called the NFAA or NFFA, which is called the New Founding Fathers of America, and they are all about the purge and you can do what you want. You can kill people, you know, kill your fucking next door neighbor on that day if you want, and you'll get away with it. You, there's no uh, complications with the law and everything. And it's, it's so insane. And I, I asked my last guest, Thomas, if he would participate in it. And he said, Oh God, no, I would just sit in my house and ride out the night. Like I wouldn't want to do that. But in the show and the movies, there's people that want to, you know, barricade themselves in their house, but there's people that find a way in if they have like a huge vengeance against them, you know? So uh-huh. it's so wild to me. So my question to you is, and I doubt that you're going to say yes, but would you participate in the purge? Would you, would you want to, you know, kill somebody that you fucking had a grudge against or somebody and you know that you'll get away with it because there's no law on that day. No. No, the only time I would ever kill somebody is if they're attacking family and friends that I cared about. Mm-hmm. And it was for protection, for protecting. And I think that's what most that's of it. humanity would do. You know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I got to tell you this one. You think that? Oh, this one's going to shock you. I actually saw a reel where mothers, mothers were asked, would you kill to protect your baby? Would you kill somebody to protect your baby? And they said, the mother said, "Uh, are are you serious? And they're like, yes, I want to know. Would you kill someone to protect your child? And they were like, no, 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 I don't think so. No, no, no. And they all like, no. And then this other lady goes, "Mm, well, let me think about it. Mm, No. And this other lady goes, well, I would do what, what the law permitted me to do. (laughs) Which is not kill somebody. Right. And that's the natural, the natural law is what, the government is trying to take away from us right now in all fucking countries, I think. Well, well I what think they want is that what they want is they don't want us, they don't want us to be able to protect ourselves. Right. Or but they want to be able to take our lives any right. way they see fit. And that thing about, you know, the purge, you're <coughs> we're not too far away from that. If we keep going down and we don't start standing up. That's we're what not I'm too saying. far away from that. And that's why watching this show and I'm asking this question now to Uh all my guests is like, would you participate in the purge? And most people say no, but at the same time, you're right. We're headed in that fucking direction where they're dividing us so strongly now that 
people want to kill people and it's 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 crazy dude like the whole lgbtq thing the trans thing that is being of- shoved that is being shoved down our throats and that's and why i'm we- saying we're fucking headed down that road to the purge yeah, yeah. and the thing is is i'm going to say this is you know you got two choices you either come together and fight against the good cause, uh, fight against the, uh, you know something together, and become united. Or you turn around and you fall for the evil's bullcrap, and you fight against each other. Right. You have choices, so, and it will come down to a choice. So you have this whole um, uh, LGBTQ community, or these, for the most part, the trans community, saying that. You know, they label normal people who, you know, like to have sex with a woman. They call them cisgendered. And you have these people at the same time saying that kill cisgenders. You know, so these people are already on the psychopathic path. You know how, you know, it's funny that the word psychopath, you know, there's pathology, yeah. But they're on the path of wanting to eliminate normal, quote-unquote, cisgendered people. And it's fucking scary, I think. Well, yeah, it is. But let me tell you something here, okay? Those are demons, uh, that's what I'm saying. You, you're you. People use those they, thou, them. That's that's all demons. That's how the in the Bible is used to describe demons. Yeah. And people uh, that are using those are the yeah. ones that, when when they're you're inviting that in, just like when you watch mm-hmm. you know those are those are demonic. We just are like legion. You, we are legion, right? The legion yeah. of demons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's scary, dude. Like. And, you know, another thing, too, a lot, there's tons of people, like, are mentally, like, oh, waking out. I want to point something out here. A lot of people that are narcissistic that got the jab and everything and stuff, they're going ballistic. They're, like, going into these restaurants and stuff like that because they don't get what they want. They're busting up things. They're running their cars into stuff. They're opening doors on airplanes and a lot and a real during a flight. You know, or they're having tantrums because they want their phone turned on and on, you know, or something on an airplane and they're literally having a tantrum and they're literally killing people and stuff. The it's spiritual battle. The spiritual, yeah, the narcissist, it's dude. Because narcissists generally have demons and negative entities around them. That they have no desire to fight. That's right. And, you know, I just posted a video yesterday about Sylvia Brown saying, let me describe to you how you can recognize a a dark entity. Okay. And she said, they're always right. They do no wrong. Um, They won't admit that they're wrong. You know, basically the the same thing as a narcissist. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling people for years, narcissists have demons and negative entities around them. And that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's all they want to listen to. They don't want to listen to 
how to fight those demons. And I think that's what separates uh, the wheat from the chaff is everybody has demons, but the people who strive towards the light, they want to fight those demons. Whereas the other people who are on the other side, they give in to the demons all the time. Well, you got to understand something. There's different kinds of demons and there's different levels of demons, okay? See, now we're getting into semantics and it's, it complicates things, but I wanted to simplify it by saying that everybody has demons and you either choose to fight those demons or give in and then become part of the dark side, which is, you know, the LGBTQ community or the... Uh, BLM or the Antifa, you know, and set the world on fire. You know, it's it's fucking yeah. nuts, Vicky. No, no, I understand, but I like to I like to say something. Okay, mm-hmm. I I have gay friends and I have a couple of friends so, that are trans. So I have a couple of friends that are trans. So okay, so and clients. And they are some of the most beautiful people, and they are against what they're doing with children. And um, I'm I'm also uh, following a group, gays against, gays against groomers, on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, so I don't want people to think I'm hating or anything because I, I I do not agree with what the militants mafia rainbow group is doing. Okay. Yeah. I I don't believe in that. I support, you know, the gays and the trans and the lesbians that are fighting against groomers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to get that clear too. And I don't have anything against African American people or uh, dark skinned people at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with the ones that are stealing, taking the title. And stealing from their own people and taking away even more from the community. That's the people that I have the problems with. Absolutely. Because and all I, I billions believe- and billions of dollars should have went back into the community to help that community and the African American people, dark skinned, you know, people in that community and everything. And it didn't. And it didn't that it didn't happen and that yeah. so i just want to get that clear because i don't want to come at people saying well she sounds this 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 no i'm no way am i like that no way am i racist no way am i you know again i'm just saying there's good and bad in everything okay we got to keep that in mind there's good and bad in everything everything religions everything um everything. these groups these groups that well let's look at the evidence here we have Uh, People who uh, are corporately creating these uh, uh, egregores, such as BLM, Antifa, uh, you know, George Soros, for example, right? He's he's invested a ton of money into making these people follow these egregores. He's a Nazi. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. He 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 was uh, Hitler, ruling <clears throat> yeah. from Hitler and stuff like that. So, yeah, and His these are, in that this too. is <laughs> this is what the people are following, right? It's they're not following real ideals. They're following well, they're ideals that these fucking corrupt Nazi billionaires are funding, 
and getting these ideas that even even fucking hashtag me too. Uh-huh. Same fucking thing. All these people, this fucking George Soros guy is creating all these things for people to get behind. And it's like, dude, I understand the the ideal. The idea looks great on the surface, but you really have to look into where the idea came from. And that's right. what I'm and saying. Usually, like, yeah, and it usually goes deeper than <clears throat> just flipping a page and turning on a computer. You really got to research because it all ends up going back to the same the same foundation. You exactly. Know, people that are, you know. And they're making a ton of money and the BLM founder or whatever uh, is now living in a, like, a fucking $100 million mansion or whatever. I don't even know the fucking amount of money that they're living in, but it's like none of this is going back to the cause and that's the yeah. fucking problem. And yeah, and that's that's how they want to keep it. They want to keep us divided and everything and that's the honest to God truth and then we're going to have to come down to a choice. We're going to either have to come up and say, hey, you know, brother, hey, sister, I'm putting down my shield and, you know, um, putting, you know, whatever is there, dividing us to the side and extend hands, shake hands and say, let's, let's work. Let's make some changes. Let's work together. Let's change this for the better for everybody. But the thing is, is there's so much dumbing down and, you know, this is the thing. This is the thing. The divine works and divine timing. People are like, oh, I'm so sick of it, you know, sick of hearing that. But it's the truth. You can't stomp your foot and get what you think you deserve at that point in time in Ooh, life. That's okay. Called yeah, that's that that's a tantrum. You're Ooh. having a tantrum. That's called entitlement. Okay. That's that is a Karen. called childish, and you need to get some help. Okay. That's a, that's a Karen. Exactly. Karen or Chad or <laughs> Chad. <laughs> I know some great people named Chad. I don't like Chad. I prefer Brad, but then I, I, I got another close friend named Brad, and I don't like Brad either. It's hard yeah, to come up yeah. with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people don't want to wait. They don't want to learn the lessons. They don't right. want to learn the lessons. Um so they want it now. They want it now. You know that song, I want it now. You know, yep. I think it's by Queen. You know, Queen, I want yeah. it now. You know, I no, that's now. not I want it now. That's not how it works. Because the thing is, is, if the divine gave you a blessing now, you may have had lessons that you need to go through because you're back here still and you got this uh, this blessing and you're ungrateful. Yeah, and you wouldn't appreciate it, or you have people that you're hanging around that will take and take and tell you you don't deserve that. You shouldn't oh, be dude, getting that. They would I stab you in the back in, in the fucking like in a millisecond for what? Yeah, they want. Or, or, yeah, and so that's why there's certain people you've got to let go of and move up. There are certain lessons you have to learn before you get these uh, before you get these blessings. Okay, and another thing too is a lot of it is changing your negative thinking and uh, having becoming having an attitude of gratitude. And because the thing is, is the more you're grateful for what you have, the more you'll get in blessings. Okay, the more you turn around and stop the worrying, the fear, and the stress, and stop putting up that wall of negativity, you'll stop blocking those blessings that are meant to come in that exactly. day, the next day, two weeks, a month, a year, two years from now. 
Yeah. But all you're doing is creating this worry and stuff like that and sorrow and strife. And, you know, and it's, I, it, go ahead. Sorry. Can I add to that? Um, yeah. It's not only it's, 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 it's um, being grateful for what you have, but also what you don't have. And yeah. I've, I've yeah. learned to live a very minimalistic lifestyle where I'm very content in what it is that I'm doing. And I think that's the key. The key is to be content and not to like yearn for more materialism <clears throat> because the less that you yearn for materialism, the more you're going to get, the more you're going to be happy with what you, what you don't have. Well, the thing is, is you're going to turn around and get what you want eventually. Okay. You get what you oh, want eventually. And when you get it, you're not going to be happy with it. So you're going to want more and more and more, and more. There's, there's yeah. billionaires and trillionaires out there. And there's psychopaths that rule over us. Uh, the governments of the world, they're all psychopaths. It's not about money for them anymore. It's all about the control that they have over the little people such as us. But I'm telling you, the meek shall inherit the earth. And we're going to create a new earth. And that's that's what I believe is coming. What are your thoughts on that? Well, this is something I brought up earlier and everything like this with this one person. And they're like, well, if you believe that, that's all in your head. That's I brought that up a little while ago. I think we were talking, you know, the ghosts, giants and all that were all in my head, supposedly. Mm. Well, no. The thing is, is that people need to prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People need to prepare because the giants will be coming out. They're the coming back, yeah. Be, well, they're already getting restless. They're already sticking their heads out and everything. They're already coming out, okay? They've been spotted. I've posted three videos of three different places of people spotted uh, literally giants sticking their heads out of uh, the mountains, a hole in a mountain. God damn. And See, this the is camera, a thing. The camera back, and the camera backs out, and it's going clear across a, a, a lake, you know, and yeah. stuff. A huge lake, and it's far away. But you know, <laughs> this is this is what I'm going to reiterate on. I'm going to go ahead and say it on here and everything. But you know, the veil is getting thinner and thinner and thinner mm. by the time, and it's almost not there anymore. And people are like, there has to be a barrier. No, there doesn't have to be a barrier because the more they're playing around with all the CERNs, which there's more than one CERN and they're strategically placed around the world and they run them all at the same time. Okay. It's not just one CERN. Okay. They're messing with stuff. They're messing with time. They're messing with breaking open more portals. They're messing with realms and things like that. Okay. And it's going to come down. I'm just going to come out and say it. People are already seeing creatures, you know, that have been here and been in hiding. More creatures are coming and everything. And it's going to come down to the giants are going to be coming out. And we're going to have the skinwalkers coming out. And we're going to have Bigfoot coming out. And we're going to have the rakes coming out. And we're going to have a lot of the cryptics coming out. And we're going to have a lot of creatures that are going to be coming up from the grounds, from out of the mountains, from the elementals, from the skies, okay, and from yep. other realms, and out of the ocean, and out of the rivers, 
and people need to wake up and their people are like, oh, you're fear-mongering. No, I'm telling you what's going to no, happen. No no, 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 It's not about fear because you and I have already been preparing people like yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, I would just, I'm, I'm just saying oh. what people might be thinking oh. in their head and no, yeah. this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening. And the thing is. is, is when I say other realms, there's going to be more demons coming out and people, you know, uh, reptilians, jinn, and demons are demons. Okay. But there's uh, also, like you said, different levels. Underground, okay? like people from the underground that have been, uh, we're talking about like we're werewolf, talking- everything, fucking everything you see in the movies are going to be out in the daily, daily fucking life. Yes. So vampires, we have vampires. Luke, Luke 21, 26 says men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Mm-hmm. That I'll take that Bible quote any day. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, and I'll share a video with you when we get done and off this too. I'll tag you in it and something that'll that'll back up what I'm saying because the thing is, is that um, there's going to be things coming from different realms. You know, we have realms that we haven't even explored yet. People haven't even explored yet because they're not that advanced up. And how people say, "Well, how do you know that?" I know it from the gatekeeper Shamira. Who my friend can talk to the gatekeeper and she told my gate the the gate Shamira the gatekeeper told my friend and my friend told me right the I'm so glad portals. I'm so blessed to have this discussion with you tonight like I knew it was gonna go every which way but loose you know <laughs> hey it, but, it's uh, going to it, it will because there's so yeah. so much to cover we haven't even really touched the spiritual world you know? I know, I know. We we're touched my experience with the reptilian. My friend Carol and I's experience looking, with the reptilian, 1988. We haven't. We, I mean, there's so much. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love your wisdom. Um, uh, there's something I was gonna say. So, so yeah, like the, like the deep underground military bases that uh, we're at war with right now. There's there's wars going on underground that people don't even fucking know about. Yep. You know, and these fucking. Since the wars have been happening, I think these these creatures that have been experimented on are going to be coming up. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You stole it from me. You stole it from me. That's what I was going to say. Yes. And they're hungry and they're mean and they are going to come. Yeah. They're going to come like, and they're going to. Yeah. Just like, yeah. It's like Joe, uh, just like Donald Trump said, he's like, I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's too funny. Well, but yeah, like fucking dog met like dog people. Uh dude, so like fuck the whole Nazi thing, the Nazi regime, the Fourth Reich is upon us and it's gonna be fucking terrifying. Um men's hearts shall fail them because they're not prepared for what we're about to see. And well, I wanna say uh-huh. sorry to people. Gear up, put your fucking armor of God on. And, yes. you know, if you are staring a fucking demon in the face, don't even fucking acknowledge its presence because it's going to go, it's one of, it's, it's, it's going to want to feed on your fear, which they've always done. 
So if you if you can look at it in the face and show no fear, it's gonna go off and find somebody else that's that it can scare. I always tell people to pray, say say the Lord's prayer, and keep yeah, saying but, it. But keep saying it, well, keep saying it, keep saying it. If you're if you're in prayer constantly, then you know you can look a demon in the face and go, get the fuck out of my fucking sight. Oh yeah, believe me, I know. I know I've been there. I I live it. I live it. I have a wall crawler that's in my duplex that comes through the bathroom portal and everything. I've encountered a demon by my bedside. I've been, I've ran right. out of my friend's my friend's home and a client's home. So yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, believe me, I've encountered them. I've encountered them more than once. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like I've encountered a lot of them and stuff like that. And, and yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, people are like, well, you know, just let it go. Just ignore it. And the thing is, is that the more I ignore it, the more it happens. The paranormal stuff happens. The more I turn around and. Um, well, the more you ignore possible. it, the more that they test, try to test you, right? Well, they do it either way. You know, they do it either way, to be honest with you and stuff like that. But the thing is, it's called shaman sickness. And it's where I can get really, really sick if I don't use my gifts, you know? Okay. Yeah. And stuff. And it's yeah. really painful. And so I, and I read this book a long time ago called The, the War of Art. Uh-huh. I think it was called The War of Art. So basically, it's, it's, to sum it up, if you're not using your talents, it's going to make you sick and you're going to die. Yeah, it can make you very, very sick. You can come down with fibromyalgia, yeah. Hashimoto's disease. Yeah, like you if you're not crippled. Like for me, and, for example, for for example, for myself, if I was if I haven't been doing my podcast for the last couple of years, I'd probably be in a fucking like dead in a ditch somewhere, you know. But well, like I know, I know that. Enjoy. Yeah, I know that what I'm doing is my purpose, and I I know I asked you earlier to ask your spirit guides about like if I'm doing like you know enacting my purpose or not. But I really do truly feel like that is it is what I what I'm doing and right I, now. I said yes. I said yes, but there's also <laughs> some things that you need to work on. Remember, and then you get yeah. get your aha moment where it's like yeah. everything's gonna just come together I, you know what i, I mean feel like i'm getting closer to that as well so it's cool that you said that like i agree with that you got a little ways to go got a little yeah. ways to go but, but yep. the more you stop doubting and the more that you break free <clears throat> of your comfort zone and stuff is the more you're gonna move into that ah moment right you know and everything's gonna fall together everything's gonna come together you know I, I actually see so you much. branching out more. I actually see you branching out more and things and taking this this being something that's you're taking it to be even more serious than what you already are doing. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I've I've been seeing that as well uh in my future. Uh because I've been praying more and like thinking like this could be like I could be my own entity, but at the same time giving all glory to my creator because I'm not a God. I'm just trying to spread the message of source. You know what? Being grateful. Okay. Being grateful 
is where you're not taking any claim to what the gifts and the blessings are or what you have, you're appreciative for them because all that glory goes to God. That's what grateful. I think I lost you there. Are you still there? Hello? Oh, I lost you a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, my phone rang. Sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was an important message you were saying too. So, so I, I'll reiterate about be, being grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Bishop. The Bishop calls, calls me and checks on me and everything. Make sure I'm okay. Oh, um, cool. Um, <clears throat> what I'm saying yeah, she's is okay. <laughs> <laughs> being, being grateful is where, you know, all the glory is given to God. Do you understand? Yeah. You do not take any any glory for the things that you have material-wise or the knowledge that you've gained. It's all given to God. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's automatic. automatic. It's automatic. Oh. You know, it's just like... It's, it's all given to God, but it's also God-given. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I've been having so much, so many more experiences lately like at my nine to five where like, cause I, I love helping people out. Right. Like I just thrive on it uh -huh. and they're just also like, so grateful about my presence. So like, thank you so much. Like you're so wonderful. And I'm like, Hey, God bless you. You know? And they're like, God bless you too. And usually it's like a God bless you to me first. And I say, God bless you too. And I say, you know, nobody, nobody these days are giving glory to God. They, they're all about self-fulfillment, you know, and they all agree right. with me. They're like, oh my God, you, I love you so much, you know, and that makes my fucking day every time, you know. Right, right. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, good. Um, yeah, it's just people, because that's what I was saying earlier. People have given up. They become like they want it here and now. They don't think that they have to work for it. It's like a spoiled child. It's like they want it right now. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. give glory to God or the divine or anything like that and realize you have lessons. These things you have to go through. You have to let go of these people. You have to change the way you're thinking and things. They don't want to do it. They want everything right now. Yeah. I don't like that. Like, I, I like, I've, I've, <clears throat> really did a lot of soul searching over the past 13 years or so and thought that, you know, like I would love to have like money come my way and all that shit. But like, you have to work for it, dude. You know, like you can't just like manifest money into your life. You have to really strive and, and, you know, if you're doing something, <clears throat> excuse me, like a passion project, like, what this is this is my baby right like this show is my baby so like i'm not making money off of it but hopefully it it will allow me to not have to work for a dead entity dead entity corporation and you know money will okay. come my way eventually but i got to be well, patient about it because patience is one of the main fruits of the holy spirit right patient appreciative and then somebody might come along and say hey i want to partner with this person and i've got people that want to um uh what is it what is that called when they turn around and they um 
Kind of like with Portland wrestling, they used to have like, what is it, Tom Peterson's, or they used to back the wrestling or whatever it is. You get backers. You see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Boy, I just can't remember. Sponsor, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. I can see the word in my head, but I can't. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm here. So, so yeah, but there, there's just so, so much, so, so much. But I tell people to armor up, pray, pray like a mofo, pray like a mofo and, you know, just have your conversations with the divine and, you know, and this is something else I'd like to clear up with people too. You don't ever pray to angels. You ask angels for help, but you don't ever pray to angels. The only ones you should be praying to is the divine. Exactly, which is source. And, there, and there's a lot of people that think too that you cannot pray for yourself, that you can only pray for other people. And that is not true. I've had, and I, I asked my client if I could bring this up as an example of this was years ago, because she didn't know she could pray for herself. She thought she could only pray for other people because it would be greedy if you prayed for yourself. And I said, no, sweetie, you can pray for yourself and for other people. And she's like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, I always thought people would pray for me. And I said, you want to know what the thing is? There's a lot of people out there praying. And you don't know if they're praying for your downfall or if you're praying, if they're praying for you to be risen up. And a lot, I guarantee you, a lot of them aren't praying for you to get risen up. Yeah. You know, people need to understand that too. And another thing too, if you ever, and I'm going to bring this up really quick too demons okay mm -hmm. demons can disguise themselves as anything animals children's children neighbors relatives even angels okay and i'm gonna clear this up really fast too angels from the divine will never ask you to hurt yourself hurt other people and they do not do contracts with you okay yep the divine angels that work for God, okay, do not ask you to hurt yourself, hurt others, or hurt animals, and they do not ask you to go into contract with them. That's okay? saying a lot because a lot of the um, <clears throat> people who are <clears throat> who have discovered their their own talents and they're beautiful singers, and this goes to. Uh, the rock stars out there, the pop stars, you know, if they're asking you to sign a contract in order for you to get richer, because, you know, once you sign that contract, you're selling your soul, right? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, right. you're selling your soul. But uh, there's, there's different contracts, though. We're talking about there's different contracts, sweetie. Yeah, there's, there's different contracts, you know, where you have to like, you know, slit a goat's throat in a, a within a pentagram, or yeah, sacrifice a baby or something like sacrificial contracts, right? Well, yeah, because okay, there's ones that they're going to ask you how far you want to go, how far do you want right. to go, how far do you want us to take you, right? And if you say, well, you know. I just want to, you know, share my gift with the world and see what that brings me. Then, you know, they're going to be like, okay, this one's going to be like a one hit wonder, maybe a couple of songs. That's it. 
Or if you come in there and be like, I want all the money in the world. I want to become rich and famous and I want to travel the world. I want everything. They're going to turn around and flop you a contract that says sign in blood. Give me this, this, this. Do you want to die at 27, 33, 52, whatever? You got to be cloned. We're going to kill you off somehow. Then we're going to clone you and da 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 da. da. But this is what you got to abide by. This is what you got to rep. This, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I've always known it in my soul, you know? Yeah. Everybody that you see on a regular in the music industry doing concerts and things like that. Pushing the jab, uh, vote the pedo gel, okay, and everything, administration and stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> all, all that. Those are all clones. They're all possessed with demons and everything like that. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these people think that these women in Hollywood are having babies. They're not having babies. They aren't having babies. They're using those. It's called a company called Moon Bumps. They wear these Moon Bumps for pregnancies, okay, and stuff like that. Do you honestly think that they're going to get fat and destroy their body or misshape their body? No. They have incubator babies. They're synthetic uteruses, and that's where they grow the children, and they use the cells and all that from the two people and, and the egg and stuff like that and keep it in the bloodline. You see what I'm saying? Yep, Absolutely. They don't want other people going out of that. And honestly, honestly, you know, these people like uh, whatever, uh, what is it? Keon, whatever. Who? Keon, Keon. Who's his name? What's his name? The one that was Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. That chick that he's with now, that's his handler. Oh, for sure. That's his handler. And a lot of these people end up marrying their handlers and stuff like that. A lot of these people in Hollywood and stuff, they're gay. They're bi. Okay, a lot of you, these singers and these stars that dress up in women's uh, outfits and stuff like that to play a woman and they're a man or a woman playing a man's role, you know, or whatever. That's because it's part of the initiation. Humiliation ritual. Yeah, initiation, humiliation ritual. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it it goes all the way back. Remember Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe? (coughs) Yeah, yep. Remember the two guys? They played women. That was part of their humiliation initiation back then. Right, right, right. People now don't it's understand that. Black people now in sports and uh, acting and everything, they have to wear a dress, you know, to be humiliated to get what they want in this physical, fleshly avatar-based form. Well, it's just another way of keeping the African-American culture and the darker skin culture down, controlling them, controlling them and everything. Okay. It's just like, it's just like the women of color. Okay. They they, they dye their hair blonde. That means they're higher up in the totem pole. Do you understand? Right. And things. I mean, there's so much. California is evil. California, Hollywood is based out of evil. It's evil. Disney is evil. And it shocks me that we see all this stuff about the traffic there. It's involved and everything. And people keep supporting it. Yeah. And I see so many people wearing fucking NASA shirts and fucking Disney oriented characters. And, you know, like, and these are also the people that are like 
on the same bandwagon as LGBTQ and like, oh, now, you know, I look like a man. I'm, I'm a very manly guy, but now I'm fucking identifying as a fucking non-binary person just because it's the coolest fucking thing to do, you know? Like, it's oh, yeah. disgusting. Like, fuck off, dude. It's so a trend. It's a trend. It's gross, you dude. I've yeah. never been... And in my entire life, in my 44 years in this avatar, I've never jumped on any fucking bandwagon. Well, I can't say that 100%, but for the most part, I've never been like a guy that jumped on a trend and said, look at this, look what I got, you know, like it's it's always been disgusting to me. I was raised in a household that was non-religious, but at the same time, we never had a lot of money. You know, I have uh, four siblings, right? So my dad tried to provide for all of us and God bless him, but God bless him wholeheartedly because I was never that person to like jump on a fucking trend and say, look, I got the coolest shit, you know? I wore the cheap shoes when I was in grade six. I got made fun of because I wore cheap shit. But did I give a shit at that time? No. I didn't give a shit, you know? Right. Right. Well, this is the thing is you could that def- now you can see the followers and the leaders. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep. This is the followers and the leaders. It's the ones jumping on the bandwagon for a trend and stuff like that and everything and to help push the agenda. Uh, um agenda and the thing is is they're being used just like the african-american the dark sand culture is the native americans were used and things like that you see what i'm saying uh-huh. it's just it's the same thing it's the same thing our government is gay our government is gay it is not only gay but is fucking evil it, it, you want to know what they're they're bisexual or whatever okay because they they're involved in trafficking children too it's Mm. been proven i've shared numerous videos where they've found that they're the biden administration is trafficking children okay um code name evergreen how about that one Um, well okay you know that ship that got stuck in the canal of course. It was called Evergreen or whatever, you know, the ship was called Evergreen. That was owned by the Clintons, but also partnered partnered with Walmart. Walmart owned part of that ship too. Yeah. Dude, it's it's so fucking crazy, man. Like Walmart. Walmart. Uh, <laughs> this is this is Wayfair. Yeah, it's, Wayfair. it's Wayfair, Amazon. Walmart, Wayfair, Amazon. Yeah, all are into the satanic stuff. And now Target is getting into the satanic stuff. And so is um, H&M, not H&M, but the, um, Hobby Lobby or whatever. I think they're one selling satanic stuff all over the place. Oh, my God. The one with Target is just, gosh, excuse me, is the yep. one that's just like crazy. They, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. That's why I tell people pray up, armor up, because they don't know what's coming. They don't know what's coming. I mean, seriously. Seriously, you know, like you said, like you said earlier, the veil is getting thinner and thinner by the fucking day, dude. By 2024, it's not going to be there. The ending of 2024, it's not going to be there. More and more people are seeing stuff. 
Okay, more and more people are seeing stuff. And that's because they're either waking up or they're turning around and the the demons are coming in and they're they're stronger and everything to where just anybody could see them. You see what I'm saying? I shared a video that this lady was driving down the street and there was literally a demon walking down the street. Okay? And you could see it. She had blood and all over. I mean, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> you can see how much, it. How much of the shit, though, that we see on, like, the internet, though, do you, like, how much of how much of it do you think is AI created or uh, photoshopped or whatever, you know? Okay, there's a lot this of the stuff. Okay, the there skeptical. are. This is the skeptical side of my show that people love, but I want to hear your thoughts about it. Okay. Out of, let's see. My guys are seeing 30% is either made up or AI. Okay. The other part is real. I, I, keep, I agree. I got 30. I got 30%. But the thing is, is this. You like if I look at a video and everything, I could tell. Okay. And the thing is, is that I like I've shared pictures of giants and aliens and things like that. And people are like, that's AI. Well, the thing is, is you got to realize some of it is and you can tell and then some of it isn't and the thing is is that you got to realize back then there was more oxygen back then things grew bigger we had bigger people we had bigger animals we had bigger trees we had Very mushrooms the size of trees and buildings and things you see what i'm saying we had trees the size of well look at half of them are mountains that have been cut down and people are just discovering they were actually trees Right. You see what I'm saying? No, I totally get what you're saying because, you know, even people back then, like back in, way back in the day, people were able to live a lot longer because there wasn't so much corruption. Right? Like for the time of Adam and Eve, that's when corruption started. Right? So that's when people started like living, they were living up to like 600 years older or whatever, even over a thousand years old. But then the corruption was getting so strong. Now we're having, uh, we're living the lives of like 50, 60, up to a hundred. People can barely make it up to a hundred now because the corruption is so strong. Yeah. And also there's more, uh, there's more chemicals and stuff. The foods and in the air and in the water. I mean, my gosh, I mean, <laughs> there's the water is so bad. We've got okay, we've got fluoride in the water that people think, oh, it's okay to drink and everything. They use that in the Nazi concentration camps to affect the nerves of the pr the prisoners. Of course. And if you look into it, it causes osteoporosis. It causes arthritis. It, ca it causes the breakdown of your bones. Okay, it causes nerve damage. I'm gonna get bad right now. Have you ever heard that joke? Why? Why do uh, German shower heads have eleven holes? <laughs> why? Because Jews have ten fingers. Oh my god. <laughs> 
It's horrible. You're bad. You know, like, I always try to, like, incorporate, like, bad humor in order. That's another thing that I do. Like, I go around and joke around with people. Oh, I I don't care. I mean, it's it's your show, guy. (laughs) It's your show. I'm just here. I'm just here. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, like, people, people don't like. excuse me a lot of people don't like racist humor but a lot of people do at the same time so i i I tread you know i walk on eggshells a little most of the time (coughs) i'm sorry cartel we we got cut off and uh i don't remember which direction we were heading in but uh vicky my dear love tell the cartel how they can find you please you can you can find me at Born Awake Oracle and Spiritual Teaching on Instagram, TikTok, and Clapper. And then what the fuck also- is Clapper? Clapper is like similar to TikTok, uh, but they have more features. Oh, okay. And, st- and probably not run by uh, communist China, right? Um, I don't believe it is. It's a little more lenient on stuff that you post compared to what TikTok is. Okay, that's cool. So I got on there and everything. So, and the people seem pr- pretty decent. And if you don't like something, you can always block them out and everything, you know, or just not interested so they don't show up in your feed. Right, right, right. Um, is it like video based like TikTok? Oh, yeah. You can even sell merch on there. Like I could do a reading, post how many readings I have open for that day, and I could do a live, and people can join, get a live reading there, or yeah, you can pay. Uh, people can pay on there and everything. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I got on a phone call today with my good friend Ryan Dean from the Dangerous World podcast. Shout out, and he was giving me advice on like how to make merch because I have like no idea how to do it, and like people want merchandise from my show, so. Uh-huh. Look, be be on the lookout for that sometime, hopefully soon, uh, where you can like wear a Nigel the Goat T-shirt with oh, like a, awesome. a biblical quote on the back, probably. Right on. But yeah, yeah, I'm kind of working on that kind of thing because you know I had another friend say I want a fucking Nigel the Goat uh, crop top. You know, I'm like, well, cool. You know, maybe I can like give you some panties too, right? whatever is meant to be you can set your mind to it okay exactly exactly whatever it's whatever you have the desire and the want and the will to do you can do it you can set your mind to it and accomplish it i love that message and i think that's a great way to fucking you know end off the show and i thank you so much and like i'm so i'm so appreciative of you because like your your mind is so open and that's my my main message to get across to everybody is to like open their mind and know that with with uh, God anything is possible. You know, it's the truth. You're talking to somebody that's literally had miracles happen to them and seen miracles happen. You know, right? And um, physically, I've seen them. You know, and I've had them happen to me, and it's amazing. And it's just it's it just fills you with the stronger belief in the divine you know yeah um like i think metaphysically all day every day 
like yeah. every every situation that I'm in, I'm I'm thinking metaphysical. You know, uh, metaphysical meaning like you have faith in, in a higher power and a creator, and he's got your back all at all fucking times. Yes, so much and, much. And even, even the lessons, even the lessons that we go through, if people would calm down and think, okay, what was the lesson in it? What was this here to teach me? And ask God to for the answer or the divine to give you an answer and just, you know, let it go. And you will get an answer. You'll either get a picture in your head or it could be a conversation um, that you had with somebody in the past and, you know, stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying? I abs- I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I yeah. hope you have me back on again. I really appreciate being on here. Yeah, for sure. for sure. For sure. For sure. So. For sure. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And um, that's all I want, you know, like just people come on and enjoy the time that uh, father has given us, you know? So, um, but yeah, so thank you so much. And uh, you know, source may the source bless you as always you know we can say the source but may may the force be with you as well right it's the same yeah. thing yes and yeah. count your blessings be grateful and like i said don't doubt yourself okay don't be don't be a doubting thomas people love you all Talk and to you love later. you too thank you, again. Love, thank you so love, much love you vicky have a good one thank you love you too good night Thank you so very much for once again tuning into the Red Bill Cartel. This is your very favorite god in the entire world, Mr. Nigel the Goat speaking. And uh, we hope you really enjoyed the back and forth discussion with Mr. Davy Wavy. And Miss Vicky, the uh, the uh, born awake oracle, you know, she seemed like a very beautiful human being in Nigel's standards. What did you think, Davy? She blew my mind. What can I say? I knew she was gonna come on and kill it, and she did, and. I think this is going to be one of those friendships that are going to last for eternity, you know, just like you and I, Nigel, you know, you and I always have a great friendship where we can bond and relate to each other. And, uh, yeah, it's just another one of those conversations where we can instantly meet and have a deep seated, crazy ass discussion that involves a spirituality and all that kind of stuff, which is the meat and potatoes of this show. What do you think, Nigel? Well, uh, to be honest, Davey, uh, I think you are, uh, you know, a little bit on the uh, crazy side, and maybe Vicky is too, but uh, whatever, dude. Uh, Nigel loves you both all the same, so... Uh, it is what it is, you know, Davey. I'm, uh, I'm not going to judge you for being so crazy, but, uh, you know, I love you anyway, you know. Just like uh, the last episode with uh, Thomas Jones, you know, he doesn't 
particularly think the same way that uh, you and I do, Daddy. But uh, <coughs> it is what it is. You know, we can, as long as we can all come together, you know, and discuss <coughs> these things that, uh, you know, not any normal normal person could discuss with each other. But uh, it is what it is, Davy. And uh, anyway, Carta, we, we, we love you so much. And uh, we hope you enjoy the show. And uh, you can give five-star review on Spotify or five-star review and comment on the Apple Music. You hear that, Carta, Davy? That sounds like some hot shit. I think it's just fucking annoying, honestly. Dude, uh, Nigel wants to get uh, in that, a car like that, but... Uh, Anyway, David, sorry, I uh, got off topic. But yeah, five-star review on uh, Spotify and sp- five-star review on uh, Apple Podcast. And uh, we love you so much. And uh, we love Vicky, too, Born Awake Oracle. And uh, uh, you know what Nigel always says after this, right? <laughs>